This is the Powerful Practitioner Podcast, and I'm your host, Paige Kane. Whether you're an energy healer, an intuitive coach, a psychic reader, or simply an at-home alchemist, you are welcome here. Inside of this podcast, you'll attune to the spiritual practices, principles, and insights that will bring you instantaneous magnetism, life-changing internal shifts, and of course, massive soul growth. Yes, your intuition led you here. Now let's get started. Welcome back once again to the podcast. I am so excited about today's episode. I was thinking about content and what I wanted to create for all of you here inside of our beautiful, lovely, little, powerful practitioner community. Um, And I guess it's not little by any means. The podcast is growing and I am so incredibly grateful for each and any, each and every one of you who tune in weekly when I am dropping these podcasts, which has been a little Our schedule has been a little all over the place, but we are finding our flow and our footing together. And for those of you who don't know me, I am Paige Kane. I am your host. I am a psychic intuitive. I am a shamanic energy medicine practitioner, a vulva, a mentor. And today we're going to be talking a lot about those things and the work that I do one-on-one and sometimes in a group setting, one-on-one and sometimes in groups inside of Feed Your Intuition, which is my business where I do energy healing, where I do readings, where I do spiritual mentorship. And of course we have the certification, but today we're diving into one of those things very specifically because I have some of you who are so, so curious about this and have asked me questions. So today we are covering what is it really like to come in and have an energy healing session. So I'm going to give you a completely behind the scenes look. I am peeling back the magical curtain to give you an insight to what it is like to come in either in person or online and to have a session with me. And while I can't promise this, if you're seeing another practitioner, there there will be some commonalities, some common thing themes and things I talk about. If you're seeing another style of energy healer or another shamanic practitioner, I've of course have received a lot of healing from numerous different styles of practitioners over the last, oh my gosh, like six years, five, six years. <laughs> So I hope this just brings you insight as well. I definitely have my own flavor and sort of methodology at this point. I have been doing this for about six years now. Wow, so crazy to say going into 2023, six years now. So I definitely have my own way of navigating things, especially because I have a couple of different things I pull from inside of a session. And we're going to talk about those things But yeah, I ultimately, ultimately getting back on track here already, ultimately you will learn what it's like to have and 
to experience, to be in an energy healing session. That is my intention for us together on this journey inside of this episode. So where I want to start is what is my training experience inside of this work and what is a shaman? It's a huge question I get all the time. And my training actually started back in, I want to say 2017, 2018 at Pampa Meseok Shaman School in Nashville. And the word Pampa Meseok, meaning earth keeper, which I think is so beautiful and such a beautiful description of what shamanic and so much energetic work really is. And at this shaman school, the teachings primarily focus on Peruvian-based Incan shamanism. And there are some other varying shamanic traditions in the curriculum as well. But this is where I truly, truly got an in-depth shamanism 101. I mean, and it was so much more than that. It is where I walked the medicine wheel, which I can share more about in another episode. And Pampa Meseok's curriculum is largely based on what is taught at the Four Winds, which a lot of people have heard of the Four, Four Winds, and it is taught with permission and blessings of the Four Winds founder, Alberto Viodo. I've also received more classical psychic and clairvoyant training from a mentor as well. And that definitely comes into the picture inside of my sessions. And I've also studied Norse shamanism inside of a program called Volva Vela Norn. And it it is a journey and initiation into Norse animism, healing, mediumship, divination, prophecy. So there are a few different pieces that are woven together in my personal tapestry, in my tapestry of the healing arts that I have for myself, this work I do with myself, and then this work that I do with my clients. And you can read all about the trainings I have on my website if you're curious, or you can always DM me and ask me questions. I absolutely love talking about this stuff, but it's important that you know about my background, about how I view and enter into this work. And then I want to talk to you about what a shaman is. And I'm actually going to pull a little quote here from this book called The Norse shaman because it says and describes shamanism so, so well. Shamanism is a widely practiced spiritual tradition. While the forms this tradition takes are many, the root of the tradition is the practice of negotiating harmony with spirits by fostering relationships with them. The shaman knows that we are surrounded by sentient beings who can offer their wisdom, guidance, perspectives, and healing power in support of human life. In return for these gifts, the people offer their respect and nurturance to the spirits. 
this mutually respectful and honorific interaction is the basis for shamanic culture. The book then goes on to say that a shaman is someone who intentionally traverses the boundary of physical reality. And I feel like the previous quote in this one is just such a great foundation in understanding what a shaman is and what a shaman does. So now that you have your background and baseline knowledge, why would you see a shaman or an energy healer, a Reiki practitioner of any kind? Why would you go to someone who is a practitioner in the healing arts? The same reason you would go and see any other healing practitioners. Oftentimes, I have clients come to me and this language around this really comes from one of my mentors. So just crediting him here. He always said the simplest way to explain why someone would come in for an energy healing session with you as a shaman is that all of us have parts of us that may feel stuck or sticky or even like baggage that we're lugging around and just kind of dragging behind us. Or there may feel as if there's something that's stuck that needs movement that we can't quite see or identify for ourselves. My job as a shamanic practitioner is to locate that, what is feeling sticky, stuck, heavy, or hard for you, or like baggage that you continue to carry around or loop into or pattern back into to help you locate it, to help you then observe it and then transform it into your personal power. Because as I love to say, and another one of my amazing mentors loves to say that our personal power, a lot of it is going to come from the dark, not the light, fluffy bullshit. (laughs) Yes, a lot of it is going to come from moving through these sticky, stuck, or heavy parts or experiences that we may have. I would also like to add that the work that I do with clients and of course with myself as well, that I don't just move what's stuck or sticky. I also love to create what I call intentional forward movement, which can feel like manifestation work or co-creation work. So you don't don't have to come to a shaman only or any type of healing practitioner when stuff is feeling heavy or hard. They can also help you continue your forward momentum. They can also also help you to anchor in really bright, beautiful, positive experiences you've had. So for me in my practice, I like to play on both ends of this beautiful spectrum, the clearing, the releasing, the letting go, the learning, the stuck, the sticky, the baggage to the other side, manifestation, co-creation, intentional forward movement, anchoring in positive experiences, expansion. I feel as both, both styles of sessions 
are extremely, extremely valuable. So let's say now that you've learned all about what shamanism is, what it's like to work with an energy healer, shamanic energy medicine practitioner, you've booked a session with me and you are here either in my in-person space or we are together online doing a Zoom session, which I've also done via phone call as well. What can you now expect? Well, the first thing is we sit and we have a conversation. I have a list of first questions I love to ask my clients either the for the first time that I'm seeing them or I had questions in mind that I ask at the beginning of every session. One big one really being if you could describe what you feel like is happening to you right now, how would you describe it? What would you say is coming up for you or going on right now? Another amazing question to ask if you have clients, feel free to take this, put it on your intake forms, is if something could be going better in your life, what would that be? Or how would you describe that change happening? We can get a lot of information from that question as well, or what would you like to be, or what would you like to see happening more in your life? Another great version of that question. And we do, we do this process of vocalization where it's you and I having a conversation and you get receiving the opportunity to really talk about what is coming up for you. And while you're doing this, I'm taking a little tiny bit of notes, but I'm really turning on my shamanic tracking skills, which is my my psychic senses. I wanted to say my spidey senses. I'm turning on my psychic senses and really attuning to what you say and finding the most important threads to pull on and to pull through our session to style the rest of work in which we are about to do. Vocal medicine is something that has become so incredibly important to me. The conversation is important. This isn't talk therapy. This communication process that you and I have at the beginning of a session is the be- the starting, the beginning of, I'm going to use that word again, <laughs> the starting of moving that energy and tapping into what healing modalities are going to be the best fit for you. After that, we would have you lie down. Either you would lie down within your own home if we're on a Zoom call or here on my massage table. And then the energetic work would begin. And just like you hear me on those channel guidance episodes, we open up sacred space And I lead you through a process of setting intentions, of moving within yourself and preparing for the healing in which is about to happen. So it includes some grounding practices and a lot of what I do at the beginning of sessions, I actually teach inside of the intuition and energetics certification program. So if you're curious about how I ground my clients in and what other practices I utilize to allow a client to really fully slip into the energy of a session to enter into receptivity. I share literally all of that inside of the certification program. So 
just know that there are some grounding exercises and I do use techniques, modalities, tools for you to get nice and comfortable and to really arrive fully into the magic that is the session. The next thing that happens is my, I usually utilize a diagnostic journey to either affirm what I had been planning from our conversation or to see what else is presenting energetically in your field. This, I'm using shamanic journey work as a part of my toolkit. I'm using a psychic screen as a part of my toolkit. Also inside of the certification, I teach how to use a psychic screen to make sure that my idea of what I would like to move into in the session for you is also really strongly presenting in your energetics. And for me, I get this confirmation through my intuitive senses, my clairvoyant gifts. So I am seeing things and also there's a strong sense of claircognizance on where to go and how to navigate. Also, as I am planning in my head and sometimes on paper our session out, I often use a pendulum to affirm with a yes or no that this is the next right step to take for you and based on what is coming up and through your energy body. And this process like never ceases to amaze me. For instance, I will be really drawn to someone's solar plexus, let's say. And your solar plexus, your third chakra space is above the belly button on the stomach where the ribs start to flare out from being knit together. That's where that area sits. And during sessions afterwards, I'll have clients say, oh, I was really feeling something activated, moving, happening in my stomach. Little did they know I was like hearing their stomach grumble, (laughs) make noises throughout the session as well. It's amazing to get to integrate and assist in integration with clients at the end because we can both share our healing stories. So I share a healing story of my experience and I usually take notes during the session as well of things that are coming up or if there's little channeled bits that I need to share. And then at the end of the session, you really get to also express what your experience was, if that feels good for you. This is all by invitation. You get to express what came up for you as well. So we got a little bit off track. So I want to kind of review how everything has gone in this session so far. We opened up sacred space, set intentions. I use grounding practices. I do want to add in that I have a lot of energy hygiene practices that I put into place prior to seeing clients for setting up my space, how I protect and take care of my energy throughout the session. This is really, really important. And it's not energy hygiene is not a topic we're going to dive completely into in this episode, as I have some prior episodes that really touch on this. But if you are seeing a a practitioner for the first time, please, please, please ask them about their energy hygiene practices. If they don't know what energy hygiene is, ask them how they steward their space themselves and the client and take care of their energy throughout the session. It is really important that a practitioner is able to describe how those things are done. Okay. So open sacred space, set intentions. I've used shamanic tracking and some diagnostic tools to 
plan and tap in for what modalities I'm going to pull from my toolkit because there, let me tell you, there are quite a few, anywhere from chakra clearing to energy field cleansing to some clairvoyant energy tools that I utilize to blessings to curse unraveling to compassionate depossession to thought form and dream un old old expired dream unraveling just to name a few off the top of my mind what else deep luminous cleansing spirit flight gosh there there's a lot of tools there's a lot of tools in my toolkit so i do really take a moment to plan and tap into what is going to be the best for you and for your energy and then we do it you have the experience. I move through my energy tools. Some of it may be more silent and you will possibly hear my my rattle or some other tools that I utilize in the background. If you see me in person, sometimes the sound bowls come in as well. And I like to continue with vocal medicine where appropriate and where called and necessary it is during the session as well. So I may also talk talk you and guide you through some things with my voice. So say, for example, we're, we're focusing on clearing a specific emotion. I would tell you to think of that emotion and I would tap into where you are feeling that and, and I may prompt you to then really imagine that emotion leaking out like black sticky tar into the earth to be repurposed, to be transmuted and transformed back into cleansed and clear energy to be put back in the right place. I may walk you through something just like that. So there are definitely moments of silence. There's definitely moments of me really guiding you with my voice throughout the session. But the meat of the session is going to be your experience of these energy tools. And I would say if it's one of your first sessions or you haven't had an energy work, energy healing session in a while, clearing and cleansing usually comes in pretty strongly. So a deep luminous cleansing, a chakra detoxification, a chakra clearing, or even a shamanic illumination, which is really releasing and letting go of things that are just feeling as if they're weighing you down. Those are oftentimes some of the first work that I will do with my clients. And I also want to emphasize here that during sessions, you aren't saying out loud what the experience is. I may describe and prompt and lead you through a few things, guide you through things, but this isn't talk about talk therapy or talking things out. So much of this and what's so beautiful about the energy healing work that I do gets to be your about your experience. And any great healer, any great practitioner will tell you that in session, I take on the role, they take on the role of facilitator and you, the one who is receiving or the space is being held for, you are doing your own healing work. You are your own damn healer. 
So if we've done some clearing work and there is still time and space in the session and it feels appropriate to do so, I may take you on a final shamanic journey. Oftentimes we journey for gifts or to reintegrate with parts of ourselves or they can even make just a really nice closing to the experience of the session. I always want clients to walk away with a a releasing and also a bringing in. So as practitioners, if we are clearing out, it's so important that we also fill up the space we cleared, even if that's just with new, fresh, golden light energy. But I love the balance of, okay, if we cleaned out, what's now being put back in here? How, what am I guiding my client through to bring back in and now claim in this space for themselves? I want you to walk away with your life force feeling revitalized. I don't want you to walk away feeling like so empty and open that something new and something you don't desire could come in. We want to be so intentional about how we move through that space of if something is cleared out, what can we intentionally revitalize? How can we fully bring back your life force? And then with that, when we come to the close of our session, I very gently take you out and allow you to really return to the earth plane, to this time, this space, this realm, this reality. And we take a moment to, you may drink some water. You may take a moment to sit up. And there's always, of course, a room for integration. I want you to be able to take this work into the real world. And sometimes I do assign very simple energetic homework and simple and doable is so key. Please do not overwhelm your clients with a bunch of things to do in order to maintain their energy. We want simple, powerful, doable, simple, powerful, and easy to do. We'll commit to doing. And if you're getting some like really big, wild post-care plan from your guides or the client's guides, I ask you to ask them to distill it down. Give me one thing that is going to be the most powerful for this person to integrate the work that we just did. And sometimes it is just a quick conversation. Sometimes it is, hey, take a couple more baths this week. Sometimes I will give a crystal to a client or a couple of oracle cards that I may have pulled during the session. And that's it. But I do really like to close our sessions with a discussion, as much discussion as you feel is is feeling good for you and some integration because we really want to bring this work into your human experience because that is so important. Such an important part of doing this work is being able to bring it in to your human experience. So that's a general idea without me spending a whole hour (laughs) describing what a session is like. And of course, I have a great like FAQ, frequently asked questions 
on the energy energy healing portion of the Feed Your Intuition website. If you are someone who really wants to refine your skills as a practitioner, a great first step is going to be to DM me on Instagram at it's Paige Kane, I-T-S-P-A-I-G-E-K-A-N-E, and ask about one of my complimentary powerful practitioner sessions where we really talk about the doing of this work. Or if you know that you are ready to dive in, to learn more, to refine your practices, apply for the Intuition and Energetics Certification Program, where you're going to learn so many tools for holding space for your clients, for yourself, and creating magic with this work. And as always, if you totally love this episode, please, please, please share to your Instagram stories. Take a screenshot, share your takeaways. I would love to hear. If you had more questions like bubble up during this episode, send them my way. Send me a DM send me an email. I would be happy to talk about this again on the podcast. I'm absolutely sure that we will. As always, I am infinitely grateful for you for listening to this podcast, for sharing with a friend, because that's how we get all of this juicy, amazing, life-changing information out into the universe. I can't wait to see you inside of our next episode. Until then, I am wishing you so much magic. Bye.